Hello there. This is the First Day Pod. Michael and Leanne with you on this Monday night. You may be watching this at a different time or hearing it because we are a podcast. But we also provide the YouTube version so you can see it whenever you feel like. If you want to see a human face, Leanne is right there. Right, Leanne? Hi. That's a human yeah, being. You're a human being. Yeah, most days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're human beings who try to talk about stuff related to human beings. It's really that simple. We don't know any more than you. We might know something that you didn't learn yet, and you might teach us something that we haven't learned yet. That's it. All right? We're not the experts. We're just regular folks trying to make our way through this world. So, Leanne, it's Monday night. You just finished book club, which is the first day pod staple. How was tonight's book club? Interesting. It was very interesting. So we're mm. doing the book how to win friends and influence people. And what was really cool is um, there were quite a few people in the group that were talking about how they're implementing the things that they're learning in here, even though everybody agrees that it's nothing's new. We all know all the stuff that they're talking about, but quite a few people are implementing them. And it was neat because they're all people that are over the age of 30. Um, and so that means that they've had 30, 40, in some cases, like my mom, 70 years of experience of doing things one way and yeah, we can change. So they can just we? made, yeah, they're, I mean, we're all working on it and we'll fall back and then we'll come and do it again and we can be aware of it and make change. So, yeah. So it was really impressive. I was, I was really impressed with this week's discussion because people really kind of stepped up and are starting to use what what we're learning. Um, and it kind of reminded me um, of like the topic that we're going to be talking about today about being a walking contradiction that like you can you can feel one way and then you can also act another way. Um, Hi, Michelle. Oh, hey, Michelle. Oh, my God. Ooh. Is that our Michelle? Exciting. That's our Michelle. That's you, Michelle. What a pleasure. Where's Rob at? How you guys doing? Where you at? You in the living room? You upstairs? Is it bedtime already? It's great to have you here. And I'm so glad we started doing the show again after our brief hiatus. Are we a contradiction because we stopped doing a show, but we still do it? Yeah. We are? Yeah, we always we always called ourselves podcasters. Well, you are a podcaster, but I still was like, oh, I have a podcast, even though we weren't podcasting. <laughs> well, Rebecca yeah. loves our show. We love seeing her. Hi, Rebecca. How are hey. you this evening? How's the kids? How's the fam? How are the dogs? How's Diesel? Big boy Diesel. Diesel's I get to a huge see you in dog. Three weeks. Yeah, they're gonna be up for Christmas. It's Christmas time. Leanne's wearing her Christmas attire. She's got a tablecloth that's all Christmassy in the kitchen now. There it is. Yep. So happy. So cheap too. Very reasonably priced, and it's a small price to pay for such a large return of joy and appreciation. Right. Yes. Yeah, I was really impressed. It was a dollar store find. <laughs> That's but great. It looks great. Yeah, who cares yeah. how much it costs? Uh, Rebecca says, everyone is good. We're so excited. We can't wait to see you all soon. That's wonderful. Yes. We're right there with you, Rebecca. And Michelle says she's listening. Or Rob's listening as well. He says hello. Hi, Rob. Good to see you, buddy. Hope you're doing hey, well. So, yeah, we're here to talk about that. The First Day Pod Book Club is every Monday night at 8 o'clock Eastern time. It's still available as we go into the new year in 2023. We'll be starting a new book because we do a new book every, you know, month or six weeks or so, depending on how long it takes each book. But mm -hmm. nobody's judged. 
we welcome all of you. It's not snobby. It's not uptight. It's not about saying, I don't know, whatever you would fear with a book club, whatever book club fears you have, because you might think it's cheesy or you're afraid, don't have those. Give it a shot. That's what we're trying to do here is we're trying to share with you and hopefully in return, you'll share with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. we've got everybody from, we've got men, we've got We've got females, we've got people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s so far. (gasps) So it is very, very cool. And um, I don't think there's ever been, I've told you guys this before, there's never been a week that everyone was like, yeah, I totally agree with everything that was said in that book. Yeah, and I agree with all of you. Never. So there's always actual conversation that's happening in there. And um it's just a really safe place to kind of talk about the books. So we get a deeper learning of it, which is what I love. A deeper learning of it. That's always, that's a goal. We all want to get more learning out of our stuff. So check it out. Firstdaypod at gmail.com. Send us an email. You want to be on the show? You want to be a part of the show? Connect with us. Subscribe to the YouTube. Five-star review. If you've never rated the show before on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, five stars helps the show grow. And then we can learn more and more and more. We're talking a lot about learning today, but... You know, we don't always apply our learning, right, Leanne? Do you? Correct. I know I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Leanne loves to laugh around the house like that. It's very funny. Uh, I love her so much. We have a good time around here. We do. We talk about life. We learn things, but we laugh a lot, and that's a very important Mm -hmm. part of our relationship. But let's get into the focus here. Okay. Am I a walking contradiction? First off, who cares? What if you are? Yeah. I mean, okay, so here's the thing. Nobody cares. Does anybody care about anything that we talk about? No, not really. But, and really, who cares about anything? Um, But this is just a really good thing that I think a lot of people struggle with. And I have really struggled with it. And the reason why we came up with this is I'm doing a presentation on Friday. And it's basically like introducing myself to this networking group that I belong to. And so you tell them all about who you are and what you stand for and all this kind of stuff. And so I was starting to really like try to think of how do you fit that all into 10 minutes? And I read this article that I had, it was like an interview that I had done uh, that I had to answer questions. And I answered these questions about a year ago and, or maybe six months ago, I don't know how, whenever it was. Anyway, I reread it and I was like, man, that is so who I am. And it was really interesting because this is where I, um, I used to struggle in my 20s. I used to struggle in my 20s because I always wanted to put myself in a box. And You're flawless like, now, I'm... though. No mistakes now. Everything's perfect. <laughs> 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 um, so, no. But what I used to do is think that this is the box or label that I'm going to put myself on in. And so this is the way I am. So if I act or think or behave any differently than the way that I labeled myself, something must be wrong. And I would put all this stress on myself about how I am being perceived by other people because this is like the label or the, the, the gift wrapping that I've put myself in. And so in here I had said, um, I said, my life is a walking contradiction and I love it. I have a steady career that I've been loving for 17 years and I love sinking my teeth into new opportunities. I'm a free independent spirit and I love being disciplined. I'm an introvert and I love talking to strangers. And it goes on and I have a bunch of them. Um, And one of them that I just came up with today while I was thinking about it that I think is really, really important to share is that I am a happy person. 
And I still let myself spiral into what ifs of the future that rob me of that happiness. The what ifs of the future. That's a great little buzz phrase. I like it. We have a lot I of like what ifs. Yeah. We do. What if? And taking yours. What if? Go. What if? That's it. What if? What yeah. if? What if it doesn't work? What if this doesn't? What if this thing that I'm doing? Yeah. Thanks, Michelle. What if this thing that I'm doing doesn't work out? What if I say something and somebody thinks I'm stupid? What <gasps> if? What if I'm really not feeling good right now and I've portrayed myself as this happy person um, and then I don't come across as that happy person? So I was having a conversation with one of my friends and she was saying that she's having that hard time, that it's she feels embarrassed not to be that free, happy spirit that she's usually that's the type of person that she is. And that really got me to thinking about this whole thing is that we can be a happy person and we can go through shitty times and we can let our mind put us into a shitty funk. But it doesn't mean that that's not that we're not a happy person. It doesn't. We all have joy inside of ourselves. But I feel like it's we put ourselves in this label and then anything else that we feel outside of that label that's where we're like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Why can't I be that thing that I said I was? And we can be that walking contradiction. We can be happy and sad and we can be a happy person and frustrated or scared or whatever. So how about you guys? Are there anything, and Mike, I wanna hear from you about like what your walking contradictions are, but you guys in the comments too, what are some walking contradictions that you have about yourself? What are some things that you feel like you're this and you're this. Mike, what are some of yours? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty flawless. So uh, <laughs> Yancey says, I, I, Yancey, what's up, buddy? So good to see Yancey Hi, here. Yancey. I love Yancey. I definitely feel that same struggle with the differences in the way I present myself to the world versus how I feel inside. This is what everybody's doing. It's so sad and frustrating and disappointing, but don't have a permanent state of sadness because expectations Nobody wants to admit it. A lot of people don't, but you want to live up to the expectations people have of you in your life. I'm, random people we're less worried about, but people that love you and you love, you want to meet their expectations of you. And when you don't, this is where conflict arises. But yeah, you have that? Well, I have something that I want to say because I know I'm going to forget is that it's not always set a meeting the expectation of what other people have for us it's the expectation that we have of ourselves that we feel like we're this person and this like with yancey when he's saying that the way that he portrays himself versus how he feels i'd be curious like are you portraying yourself just because you're trying to put on a certain facade for somebody or if that is that because that's the way that you would like to present yourself if, is that your person that you would like to be in this world. I think those are two different things. Well, Yancey says that walking contradiction. People think that I get energy for being around everyone because I'm a social and I'm good at it because I am social and good at it. Meaning I can engage people and make them laugh, but it actually drains me. Oh, bye. That sounds familiar. 
Thank you, Yancey, for sharing that. Yancey is so honest and open most of the time. I've always appreciated that about him. Yancey also says, I hate that I don't enjoy being around lots of people. It really bothers him. It right. does, Leanne. Yeah. What do you know we about were just that? Talk we were just talking about that. So we, Mike and I were talking about that this weekend. That I was like, okay, there's like a bunch of people in our life that we want to see. And during the holiday would be a great time to see them. And so I started rattling off some like names and like, let's get this together. And he's like, do you really want to do that? Because you don't like being around people. And that's where I'm a big contradiction. I don't like planning things with people. I don't like thinking about getting together with people. I don't like driving to anybody's house. I don't like talking to anybody on the phone. But then when I'm in that situation and we're sitting on the couch across from each other and we're talking, I love it. But I don't like all of the things around it. Just like I love traveling. That is my favorite thing. I do not like planning it. If somebody else can just plan everything for me, do it. I get overwhelmed. I don't like it, but it's – oh, Rebecca. Oh, me too, Leanne. It's – and that is – I think that's the biggest part that makes life so freaking hard is because nobody is talking about these contradictions. Everybody's just seeing the outside face of it. And then – and I'm with Yancey. Everybody thinks, oh, she's so good with people and she's such an extrovert. It takes me a lot to get out of the car to go into that thing. And it takes me a lot to, to drive to that thing and to get ready to go to that thing. Once I'm there, I am good at it and I actually enjoy it. I love talking to everybody. But then when I get home, I want to go to bed because I am drained, absolutely exhausted from it. And I usually need to not do anything with anybody the next day. <laughs> Ooh, well, that never happens. Yancey also says, my wife is obsessed with Leanne's look. How about that? <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Also, his phone autocorrected and misspelled Leanne's name. So, Leanne, he does know how to spell your name. He wants you to know that. It was an honest autocorrect error. Yeah, his wife's the best. I've never met her, but I've heard so much about Yancey's wife. She's a really positive influence in his life. Very, very important. She probably knows Yancey very, very well, and I hope that they have that type of relationship where if you're married to somebody, you could really open up about what you expect and how people expect you to be and where the constant challenges fall in that little realm. Michelle says, yes, sometimes I have a happy face on because I'm the outgoing funny one and I never want to let anyone down. Oh, Michelle, mm -hmm. yeah. I think yeah. I know how that goes. Michelle, you don't have to put on a face whenever you see me. You could just, if you don't feel like being energetic, you just be you in the moment. Just give me the truth as you are feeling. Let's feel how we really feel because if we don't f it sounds really simple leanne but if we don't feel the way we're really feeling in that moment how are we ever going to know that we're not the person that we want to be if we're always faking it we'll never really identify that there's something off about how we are in the moment this is what the challenge is for me so i'm not going to talk about anybody else but for me I understand that when I'm saying this, that it sounds like I'm faking it being happy around people when I'm not, or that I'm faking it when I'm outgoing and I'm not. Oh, that's nice, Michelle. Um, I understand that it sounds like I'm faking it, but I'm not. I'm putting a different foot forward. And I'm, so let's say right now, 
right now, I am very nervous for my meeting on Friday because I'm not prepared for it. I'm also very excited that we're doing the show. I'm also really, really happy that you're here and that we're going to be able to spend time after the show together. I'm also really sad because I have a friend that's really going through something right now and I wish I could be with her and hug her. So I have all of those things happening right now. But in any given moment, I can only show one because otherwise you're going to look like a wackadoodle because you're going to be like, (laughs) and your face will never do that. You have to pick one and show it. So when I'm out with people, I want to show the one that I want to get back. I'm going to show the one that makes me feel the best. And that's the happy one. But if so you're I'm not betraying real- yourself if you're not fe- expressing exactly how you feel? Because I think I'm people feeding- think that. Go ahead. No, I think people think that. They're betraying themselves if they don't express. If You, you just said you want to express outwardly what you would like to get back, even if that's not how you feel inside. You're trying to get yourself into a situation that you want to be in, even if you don't feel that inside. But that's the whole that's the whole thing that I'm trying to say is that I can feel that inside and I can also feel the scared thing when I'm inside. Never, very, very rarely do I have all of the same feelings inside of me. We have all of them inside of me. Right, where but else that's do they not betraying from? yourself. You're not betraying not, yourself is my point. No. That's the right, point. No, right. No, you're, you're just not. trying to get you're what just, you want back, even if you don't feel that way. You're not... You're not uh, abandoning how you really feel. You're just trying to change the situation in the moment because you really do want to get a a healthy, positive, I don't know, uh, meaningful connection. Just a meaningful. Forget those other words. You want to get a meaningful connection. Here's a really good way of explaining it. And this is I'm just making it up so it sounds really good in my head. Now when I say it out loud, it might not make any sense. But if I go into a room and there are five people standing there and they're all like wearing a sign that have different emotions – and I get to only choose to talk to one person, I'm going to probably want to go to the person that says that they're happy. Or I'm going to probably want to go to the one that says that they're excited because I'm going to find out what they're excited about. Naturally, that's where I'm going to want to go. But I can only talk to one person. So that's the one that I'm going to choose. That's what I feel like is inside of me. I have all of those people inside of me and I get to choose which one I want to be in that moment. And then I can also feel all of those other things later. And if one of them feels more like I'm really in something and something really bad happened and I'm feeling really sad, it's also okay for me to say, you know what? I'm really, really sad right now. I don't want to be here. Or I'm really sad right now and I'm going to share it with people. But sharing my sadness in the wrong company, like when I'm out with a bunch of strangers, is not going to make me feel good. Because I'm going to now like have that whole judgment behind me of like, oh my gosh, what are they thinking of me and blah, 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 blah. So I would rather just go home and be with somebody that cares for me or just be my by myself. And that is okay. And that's okay. And that's not hiding it. And that's not betraying myself. And that's not, it's just choosing the one that we want. Rebecca says, Thanks, I understand Rebecca. that, Leanne. We're chasing that dopamine boost of interacting with someone in a good mood. So maybe it can boost our own mood, even if we don't truly feel that way internally. That makes all the sense in the world. That's what I'm saying. The whole point of why I challenged what you said there was not for you. It was for everybody else to realize that you're not betraying yourself. People, 
hold themselves to high standards of, I don't want to be inauthentic. I don't want to, you know, it's all about authenticity and being genuine these days, but it's always been that way. People should have always tried to strive for that. You shouldn't, yeah. it, it's not easily given necessarily. You're not always going to be authentic or genuine because if you don't know what you feel or how you are, how can you really know if you are being yourself? This is a silly comment from a movie, but it, it's from I Heart Huckabees and Jude Law is always asking himself. He gets caught up in this philosophical debate about how am I not myself? How am I not myself? And he just keeps asking himself that over and over again because he doesn't know who he is or what he's supposed to be. And I mean, if he is that, is that the true authentic version of himself? And it's it'll drive you bonkers. It'll just drive you absolutely bonkers, right? Josh is here. Josh is the reason we do this show, by the way. Leanne said this a while ago. What would you say, Leanne? I said that even if nobody else listens, I know that Josh and Ed, you guys are the ones that really enjoy the show and look forward to it. And so that's why I really wanted to come back. I didn't – I mean, I really I really appreciate all of you guys that are listening and stuff. But I knew they because they reach out and say, when are you going to do the next one? When are you going to do the next one? So if Josh and Ed are the only two that ever listen to it, that's why I want to be here because I, and I appreciate that you guys. Yes. And there's people who don't talk about it. They don't interact mm -hmm. in our live chat. They just listen to the show on your preferred podcast platform anytime. And uh, I think uh, my friend, Eric Branscham, he's one of those guys. He loves listening to the show. He, he texted me about where the show goes. The show gone recently when we were not doing the show for a few months. Uh, Josh says in his comment, many people don't realize sometimes how much it takes to get to the version of themselves that people see. So I think what he means there is just gearing up to even be Can you put that seen. back up? Sure. Gearing up to be seen, period, can be a challenge for a lot of people. That's what social anxiety is about. It's because you don't... You don't have a feeling of confidence. There is confidence-related anxiety. So it's all intertwined in a way, and I get that. Because I, I so often just don't want to do things... And I don't know why that's my default. It's silly because I really I like connecting with people in a real way, in a meaningful way. I really, really do. But I I don't know why I always shy away from it. It's easier to bail or flake out on something than it is to stay or go to the event or to talk to the person, to engage them, because it requires effort. It does. You can't you could be on autopilot, but nobody wants to live that way. Mm -hmm. Right? They really don't. So does that make sense, Leanne, what he said there? Yeah. And look what Rebecca says, too. You'll feel that guilt or sadness of maybe making anyone in the room feel that sadness or the pain that you feel because you know how it feels and you don't want to share that feeling. You're actually trying to do people a favor by avoiding them. I get that. That makes sense, Rebecca. Comments are flying yeah. in and out. You guys are doing great. You guys are smoking yes. the live chat. This is awesome. This is why we want to do the show really, really, truly, seriously with you guys. Mm -hmm. Yancey says that I think you can be your authentic self without having to display your full range of emotions in real time. I didn't used to think this, and I thought I was a fake person for being selective with what I expressed to others. But, hey, Josh has the same last name as you, Mike. Weird. Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so being selective. One more here, and then we can respond to that. That's my mom. Hi, Mom. Hi. Lee's comment is very interesting about walking into the room where people are holding their emotions 
sign. <laughs> Although I would prefer to go to the positive emotions, I feel so bad for the negative emotions that I feel compelled to go to them because I feel they need the interaction. So you seek out the person who might need you to bring them up, even though it might be more difficult because you can tell their vibe, their energy that they're expressing is like, oh man, this person's got something going on at the very least. And then Josh says, it usually is a response to something from the past that makes myself or yourself hesitant, Mike. Yeah, there's truth to that. All right, so I covered some great comments, guys. Wonderful here on the first day. That's what we that's what we love. That's what the show is all about. Because really, we could just do this really like me and him verbally and have it as an audio podcast. That's all that we would have to do. But this part is the part why we love doing this live yes. video. Um, and Michelle, that's a really good point. So yeah, I like that you said that you would be inclined to go to that positive person, but then you would feel like you want to go to the negative person because you want to console them. It's interesting because those people that are feeling negative, a lot of the time, they want to be drawn to the person that's positive because they want to feed off of that. And I've had many times that I've gone into a room full of 100 people and the one person that really needs some sort of love or attention, they find their way to me and we end up talking and, and, you know, it does change them. But if that person went to the more negative person and saw the other person, they wouldn't be uplifted and they would both end up kind of commiserating. So that's another reason why I think it's really important. Like Yancey said, like you can be your authentic self without showing the whole spectrum. And it's not a matter of, I don't think it's a matter of hiding the other parts. It's just sharing the ones that you want to. And I think not sharing all of like not curating, not curating your Instagram and your social media that it's like, look at how amazing my life is. All I do is travel with my hot wife. Although Yancey, I mean, like I've, I've heard that your wife is absolutely beautiful. So that would be true. But yeah. if you're always showcasing, if you're always showcasing just these parts and then not showing like real life, then I think that's an issue. Or if you judge other people, if you are the person that's saying, oh, I can't even believe that you would be depressed about that. Or I can't believe that you would, I am always happy. That's where you're fake. When you're saying things that are not true or when you are, making other people feel bad for things that you know you go through. But I think if you can as the be, worst. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people are fake and a lot of people judge other people even though they're either just as bad or worse. Well that's projection. That's a super common thing that people do all the time. Yes. They project their own pain and frustration or whatever they're feeling onto others because they yes. don't know how to or they don't want to be seen as vulnerable. Or they might use the label of weak. <gasps> I'm feeling things right now. I don't want people to know it. Oh, my God. What will happen if people find out I'm a real human being who's having a hard time? What would happen? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Yancey <laughs> says, watching, waiting, commiserating. Great call. That's a Blink-182 song, by the way, folks. I love Blink-182. Good call, Yancey. <laughs> Mom says a conscious decision which is authentic to be joyful, even when you may not be feeling like it. I find it really does help, even saying out loud to myself. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. 
Maybe it's okay. Yeah. Do what you got to do. I don't care what it takes. I prefer maybe it doesn't have to do with smoking crack or some type of substance that you could get really addicted to. I'd like for all of us to have some healthy coping mechanisms or strategies that we use to get ourselves in the right frame of mind. Mm -hmm. I read, um, I get a newsletter from Mel Robbins. If you guys don't listen to her, I highly recommend that you do. She's just, she's very cool. She's very just real. She related to um, Tony, Tony's sister. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. So, um, but she sent out a thing today and it was talking about how she had her family over her, like four kids or three kids or however many they are, they were over for the holiday. And it was the first time that all five of them were in the same house. And she woke up and she felt this joy and she was just so excited about the day ahead of her because she was going to have all of her kids and her husband all in the same house and they were going to go and enjoy their thing. Yeah. And that lasted for like 30 seconds. And then she went to, oh my gosh, they're only here for three days. And then on Monday, I have to say goodbye and it's going to be awful and I can't believe it. Why can't they stay here longer? And then, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my parents. My parents are so much older and they're not going to be able to share that. And she went into the spiral and that's what we do. And she made a really good point. And she's like, I don't know why I never thought about this before, but we fight for our misery and we fight for our pain so much. If we just spent half the time fighting for our happiness just as much as we do, we'd be a lot happier and more joyful every day. So I thought that was a really interesting way to that kind is. of look at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very poignant. We fight mm -hmm. ourselves a lot and... We also don't question the world around us enough. It's not so much you either, these social norms or supposed standard issue societal restrictions, I would even call them. You know, think about that. Don't think about it from just what's wrong with me. Why am I not doing it? Why am I not being the way I need to be right now at this party? Hey, I'm at a wonderful social gathering where we get to talk with people about meaningful things, not, you know, small talk. I loathe small talk. To me, it's the worst thing ever. I can't stand small talk. I do understand that it's a way to at least present a friendly icebreaker of a situation to someone you might not know, but I don't want to be doing small talk with people I know and care about. I want to skip over that. That's the worst to me because we already know each other. Let's talk about what's really going on with one another, not the state of the country or i don't know hey did you uh you know you see that thunderstorm footage boy that was awful do you know much about the weather i don't want to do that i really don't want to do that and i have a hard time doing that so it makes people think that i'm a i'm a dick sometimes like, why are you such a why are you so cruel why are you so mean let's just have some small talk but it's just i don't want to waste my life on conversations that are not going to get us anywhere. Sometimes we need a total distraction. That's fun, too. I just want to talk about jokes. I want to crack jokes. But that's not small talks. That's making each other laugh. That's engaging in fun to give ourselves a respite from a lot of the challenges that life presents all of us. You, me, Leanne, everybody in this live chat right now knows what I'm talking about. Yancey says, holy shit, Govi, me too. Small talk isn't for the people you know and love. And my family is very guilty of this. We know each other. Let's dig in. Yes. Yes. This should be like the anthem. This should be our slogan. This should be what the show's all about. Yes, Leanne. She raised her hand for those of you who can't see her. Yes. The only reason why I'm doing that is because then I remember that, like, oh, there was a thing. 
So here's the thing that I'm just realizing now. If a lot of us have social anxiety going into these things and we're all sharing that we have this thing where we don't want to go in and have those conversations, but then once we're in the conversation, we're happy with it, then maybe the small talk is just the way of inching our way or putting our dipping our toes into the pool so we can get acclimated and then get in. So yeah, if you're going to be talking to somebody for and you are in some sort of like a speed dating situation <laughs> with your like whatever, and you only have a minute to talk to your cousin, then yeah, get into whatever you wanted to ask them. But if you know you're going to be hanging out for the night or for the next half hour, let them do the small talk if that's what they need to kind of chill their nerves and like get into it. And then you get to ask the question, hey, so I heard something's going on with you and your wife. What's going on? You can be the one that's bold and ask the question, but maybe we should just let people inch their way into this like uncomfortable thing. Hey, go ahead, Rebecca. She says small talk is our warm up social experience. Exercise yeah. what you meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's a warm up sense. exercise. I get yeah. that too, but I think it's all about risk and it's all related to fear. People are afraid yeah. to find out what others will say about things that really matter to them. If you put yourself on the line, this is why what Josh said here about social media, usually people on social media that show everything seems amazing, they over project and they're hiding a pain or anxiety, but they usually do this to keep others from inquiring about how they are. It's all about a fear. People are afraid to be judged about things that really matter to them. Because just think about dating. Like you said, you said speed dating. That was a good example, Leanne. But you date with someone, and you're putting yourself out there. And if they reject you, it hurts. And there's endless movies and books and stories written about the pain of rejection. So that's what it's all about. It's about fear and rejection in the end about who you really are. Because if you express things about who you really are to people and they don't receive them in a way that makes you feel accepted, you're gonna shut down. And that's the problem. That is the problem we have in this country, in this world, when it comes to socializing. A fear of rejection about who we really are. And that's it. Uh, that goes for me. It's probably what it is too. I don't wanna be rejected. Hey, this is who I really am. I put myself out there. I don't like small talk. Let's put myself out there. And people are like, well, don't be rude, Michael. Don't be rude. Anyways, that's it. That's it for the show. We're done. That flew by. Oh, my God. It was so oh. fast. Oh, no. But we're here every Monday night, 9.15 p.m. Eastern time. We do about a half-hour show every Monday night. And if you want to get in touch with us when we're not here, you could contact us on any of the social medias we're on first day pod you can email the show firstdaypod at gmail.com of course i would love to have an email segment here where people email the show and we can talk about things that are going on we've had a few of those in the past you remember my friend Jen, remember jenny she would email the show yes we talked about that that was a lifetime ago it seems like but yeah because she couldn't listen to it live so she would always listen to it the next day that it came out on her walk and then she would this was really cool, you guys, and I'm just going to say it really quick. She would actually be listening to it, and then she would be sending the email as she's listening to it so she remembered what she wanted to talk about. Great. Yes. Yeah, well, hey, Yancey says half hour too short. That's okay. I Keep agree. them wanting more. That's right. So if you like it and you want more of it, we'll be back next week. But like I said, in the meantime, take advantage of the email. Use the social medias. You can even comment on the YouTube video so we can have a discussion here. There's so many ways to get involved. You don't have to use small talk because you're <laughs> typing it. 
right? So you could skip the pleasantries of the typical social routine. That sounds pretty good to me, actually. I know it does for me, but either way, we love doing this show. We're glad we're doing it again. We're sorry we ever left. That doesn't matter now. What matters is what we're doing right now. Our actions are what define us. So remember, firstdaypod at gmail.com. Try to love yourselves and everyone around you with a little respect if you can. And if you're having trouble, that's okay. Don't let it ruin your life. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to have a bad month. It's all right. Jeez. Don't let it bring you down, okay? All right, Mom says, uh, I'm glad you are too. Thanks, everybody. That's the show for this week on the First Day Pod. For Leanne, hello. I'm Michael Gobier. 